This episode was shot when we were practicing, finding out where we wanted to go with our podcast. And if you're listening to this, you can also watch it on YouTube. Here we go. Now recording. Yeah. Salud. Salud. Bon martedi. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. I'm Felina Hopkins. And I'm Richard Cassioli. And uh, <laughs> this is... Uh, hey now. Hey now. So you just right. said Italian. You're actually learning Italian right now. I am. I am. I'm. I'm. Uh, 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 Italiano is my background, my heritage. We're from Abruzzi, which is kind of in the middle, a little southern from the border. But yeah, I, I decided to not, you know, live under the stigmatism of you can't learn anything after a certain age. Yeah. And that was my New Year's resolution last year, and I I started a couple month, months after, and I, I hired a tutor, and man, I'm rocking and rolling with it. Like I love it. I when did it. you do it? Uh, this year? I've been I've been at it now for six months, but I'm learning so quick. You're you really know. good at it so far. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Yeah, I hired a tutor, so I have a tutor right from Milan twice a week via Zoom. Makes it so easy. Do they live in Milan? She's from Milan. Oh, she lives in Milan. L.A. now. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but she lives here. Still, and she, she could be Zooming from Milan. So oh, I was God, like, wow, yeah. how do you do the time change? And the beautiful thing awesome. about having a tutor, a, 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 a tutor from Italy, yeah. Is and she made this perfectly clear. And this is what one of my worries were. I don't want. I didn't want to sound like a tourist. And when you learn Italiano, Paolo Italiano, you you're speaking it, but you could tell if you're a tourist or not because of the way you speak it. If you just learn it on Duolingo, you're going to sound like a tourist. So she's teaching me how to say things correctly, slang, what's appropriate, what's inappropriate. Like for instance, Karina is cute. It means cute. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. Because I said that, I said about my cat or something. I said, you know, oh, my il gatte is carina. And she says, no, 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 you can't say that to a woman. I go, why not? She goes, in Italy, the men say that to girls when they're hitting on them. I said, ah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. little nuances. It is. And you wouldn't know that if you're just studying from Duolingo. So now you're going to go there and you're going to get slapped in the face if you say that to a girl. Yeah. <laughs> or they're going to think you're hitting on them. So he also does um, <laughs> Duolingo, but this is not a sponsorship for Duolingo. But yeah. if you want to do a sponsorship with us, Duolingo, hit us up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it works if you work it. You know. So, anywho, didn't you say you do you write romance? I do. I books? do. I do. I write romance books. I wow, write a lot of that's romance. interesting. I've written a lot of romance books. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm about to continue on with the series. Uh, one hopes the inspiration will continue to hit. It's been a while since I wrote. Nice. Why do you ask? People always ask, like. What kind of romance? Uh, and like, well, what? interestingly enough, ironically enough, I like I didn't know that about you. I'm just finding this out. And back in the day, uh-huh. when I lived in New York, and is that where your accent's from? Yeah, I'm from New York. Okay, originally you have the Bronx. An accent. Yeah, we're originally from the Bronx, Two Thirty Third Gun Hill Road, um, <laughs> right by the Allerton uh, <laughs> Avenue. Um, Put flowers there and yeah, say thank you botan- for raising this amazing guy. The Botanical Gardens. <laughs> You know, um, White Castle down the street. We used to actually, I'll get back to the romance thing, but when we were kids, we used to we used to hang out right in front of Baskin Robbins because one of our friends, Ruben, worked there, so we got free ice cream. And then we'd drive down the street two blocks to Baskin Robbins, get a bucket full of the square hamburgers. I don't know if you're familiar with... The square hamburgers from Baskin Robbins? No, not Baskin Robbins. It's, um, <laughs> I'm like, don't they have ice cream? Are these ice cream Baskin Robbins? Yeah, why Robbins? am I drawing a blank now? I don't um, know. Anyway... 
But we'd hang out there. They'd throw the cardboard out, the boom box, like back in the day. Oh, and we used yeah. to break dance. Yeah, I remember the boom boxes. I, I, you broke dance? White dance? Castle. White Castle was the the hamburgers. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yeah, back in the day, we used to, they taught me how to dance, all these, my friends and the guys. And then we would go to the clubs. I'm not kidding you, 20 of us. And we would take over the dance floor. Literally take the whole dance floor I over. And yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, to get we back to the romance novel covers. We've known each other for years. How long have we known each other? So 2008, I think, or nine. Yeah, maybe it's been even a minute. That, a long time. You know, but yeah. yeah, but didn't really get into depth with this. We know each other through friends of friends and stuff. And so Exactly. Yeah. So then... It, oh, the come, romance covers. Come yes. full circle. Yes, uh, this um, is actually from one of my readers. Uh, one of my fans sent me this, uh, oh, nice. this bracelet. Yeah, as a gift. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. I love my readers, yeah. They're so really come good. full circle. I graduate... College. And I wasn't, I mean, I just wear this. This wasn't, I'm going to wear it for the puck. No, I, I just wear this a lot. Nice. There's usually another one. I actually took the other one off that I bought for myself, um, but it jingles too much, and I thought the sound would be a problem. But, uh, right on. Yeah, this one jingles a little. So I met, yeah, sorry. I, I get out of college, <laughs> I start working construction. Uh-huh. My father was a general contractor, so I'm building houses, blah, blah, blah. I yeah, hook I up with, I don't even remember it was so long ago but i hooked up with somebody who was like kind of like a an agent and they they got me this gig being on the covers of romance novels i i shit you not i've done up i have done several hundred covers i so you did wait 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 did you do several hundred photos no or covers. actual actual, actual covers. covers. You're on that many covers. That many. I will show you. I have about probably a hundred of them down in my store. You have the books downstairs. The covers. The I, covers. I took them off the books because it was too many books to to keep moving to keep. around with. Yeah. Especially. Yeah. Yeah. So what? And what I would do? You just took the covers. Yeah. Well, what? <laughs> so. No so, offense to the authors of those books. No, no, no. I mean, no, I mean, the thing is, is I always know. say guys should read more romance books because yeah. they would learn a lot more. For the guys who are like, how do I do this? Like, what do I do with women? You know, we're reading these romance novels for a reason. So if you really want, oh to no, I understand to, that. You and you want to hear, yes. you want to hear a great story on that? Oh, okay, so you're saying men should read romance novels? Obviously, I have said that. Yes. Yeah, and I, I mean, agree. I, I totally agree with you. Oh yeah. Well, yes. when I used when I was in college. Me, the out of the box thinker, yeah. I used to get cosmopolitan and read all the articles to know how to talk and treat women. What? And when I tell <laughs> you, I'm not kidding you. I am not kidding you. And it worked like a charm because every that time. That's brilliant. Met, look, notoriously, I always thought this. And I, you know, back in the day, you're in college, high school, whatever, you're naive. I was naive. I yeah. said and did some, you know, stupid shit with women. And so then you said, wait, wait, wait. What, what was I Let me educate said? myself. <laughs> right. You, well, and two, <laughs> you know, they, right. they had all the articles of, you know, romance. Like, you know, you go on a date. Do you hold a hand? Do you not? Do you, re- yes. you know, what to yeah. not, what to do and what not to do as a guy and not to get slapped or any of that stuff. So, plus I come from an old fashioned Italian background. My background is you hold the chair for a woman, you get up on a woman, you you go to the door. You get up on a woman? Yeah, you that too. You get up on a woman. But you get out and hold the door for a woman. And then you get up when a woman gets up at the table. You, right, when a woman gets up at the table. You said, get up on a woman. Yeah, well, <laughs> that comes later. You see, if you're the more gentleman you are, that will come sooner than later, you know. Anywho... 
Um, but I had this, when I did the romance, my father was so pissed at me because I always had to take off a day. I'm sorry, I'm still laughing at the other thing. I'm yeah. <laughs> that comes later if you do the other thing. If you're... If you open the door. Although right. we did talk about this. Some people don't like you opening the door. No, they don't. It's this new generation. Not, not, not the whole new generation. No, not the whole. That, people, I don't want to stereotype. I, no, and I know some older women who have done the same thing where they, they take it personally when a, a man opens a door for them. And yeah. I, I love I love it. You got ladies to do what it's you want. Chivalry. It. It's, it's chivalry. It's chivalry. I think it's respect. And, and it is respect. And it's not even just a guy doing it for a woman. Like, I go up to a, a store, and if it's not an automatic door, it's like, whoosh, you know. I open it who for whoever is behind me. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It doesn't matter who they are. A guy. I've opened it for guys. And they're like, oh, thank you. You know, and rarely do they say nothing. So if you open a door and somebody says, because weren't you tell, you told me that somebody said, I can open my own or something like that? Well, you... And you're like, that I'm was sure a, you can. That was a... That was a date I went on oh, here in date. L.A., oh. and that was the whole thing, how crazy. So I pick her up. I go to pick her up. I, I go to the door. I don't beep the horn and say, you know, come on out. We go to the restaurant. I hold the door. She says, you don't, I don't need anybody to hold the door for me. We go sit down. I you go hold, to, wait, wait. You're going a little fast. You held the door open on the car. You didn't. You went down. I went to the door. Walk, walk me through this. So I go. Let's walk everybody through this. Do you want to hear this? I think yeah, so I park. I go to the door. I ring the bell like a gentleman. Uh-huh. She oh, comes. that's why you didn't go honk honk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I tend to go yeah. a little quick. Because that's what I was taught. You don't sit out in the street and beep. I mean, that's how disrespectful is that to a woman? You yeah. know, that's number one. So you get out. You go to the door. To, the first thing I learned, and this is another thing that about men when you go on a date, a woman takes her time, an hour, maybe two to get ready. So don't just go to the door and open the door and let her get in the car. Notice that she's taken time to get rid- Wow, I, I like what you did with your hair or your lipstick oh, looks nice you. or oh, thank you. I like your I outfit. But again, men don't do that. It's like a lost art, but that's the way I was raised to be kind of proper. So then anyway, we go to the restaurant Park the car, valet the car. I go to the restaurant door. I open the door for she. I don't need anybody to hold my door. So here now I'm thinking, okay, what are we doing? We get to the table. I go to take her jacket. I don't it need was, anybody to hold up. I don't door. need anybody to take my jacket. <laughs> this is I not. Said, oh fa. What the? Oh fa. Yeah. So, but the icing on the cake was when we. Wait, wait. O- have, I, I skipped over the jacket part. You went to take off her jacket. Yeah, to be which polite. Is so rare. So yeah, we're going to guess. sit down. It was it was winter out here, like January. It was cold. She had a long coat on, so I went to take. She. I don't need. I don't need you to take my cat. So I, I, now I'm. I'm not acting like you can't do it. That's yeah. the thing I don't understand. It's like. This is not me saying you cannot open the door. You've probably opened doors your whole life. This is my saying, yeah. hi, I'm, I'm... I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. I'm I respect you. I respect you. Right. Because it seems to me like guys, when they like somebody, um, they, they they do things for us. You know, it's like you they show you in that way. And one of them is just opening the door. Even if you're not even into it yet, it's just the respect. You're here with me. We're spending the time. I'm going to open this door for you. It's, it's, it's like, um, and we can th- kind of think of it like a queen thing because they used to like put the, the garment down on the puddle for Exa- the queen. You know? Exactly. You know, it's like, yes, she could walk through the puddle. Yes, you could walk through the puddle. Or you don't have to walk through the puddle because I'm putting my own garment. I'm going to open the door for you. I'm going to take off your coat. 
I'm going to do this. And I, I, it doesn't mean you're my, you're my submissive now. Yeah. Right? And that's unfortunately what some women think, like male oh. chauvinists, you know, and, and that's not what I mean. Oh, I thought you were going to the full submissive thing where you're like, you're trying to show and they're like, no, no, I can handle my. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's in that realm. The whole thing that you just said, you know, I, cause I saw that too, like, you know, back in the day, a guy would take his jacket off, lay it in the puddle so she could step on that and go yeah. through it. You're still going to get your shoes and shit But it's the respect. Wet. It's the respect. Me, I, I'd pick her up and walk her through the water. I don't know if I'd throw my jacket down. <laughs> you know? Oh, my gosh. Can I, can I pick you up and carry you? Yeah, yeah. Can I lift you, know? you and go like this? <laughs> yeah. So what did it, the last straw that did it at the dinner was when we ordered food. The food comes and I said, do you share? You know, and she said, oh, absolutely not. No. You don't and you meant sharing the meal? You yeah, didn't mean the check. You meant yeah, No, 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 right. Food, sharing the like meal. Right. Can food. I have a little piece of yours? Can I, oh, absolutely not. Right there in my head, I said, you know. And I said to her, I go, unfortunately, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. She goes, what do you mean? I go, how do you, how do you're you not ask, allowing me to be me. Yeah, and how do you ask, what do you mean after all that? You've just yeah. put me down on three times. That's three yeah. times. You've just I don't need filleted this. I don't need me this. at yeah. the knees. <laughs> yeah. And now you want, and now you don't understand why I don't want to go out with yeah, you. I don't understand that. There are some women that, you know, are a little that way. Uh, and not everybody, because I know a lot everybody. of a lot of my readers have expressed like they they love it when a guy opens the door and does that stuff. I have a lot of um, had a lot of conversations with women, and also my characters do things like that. I don't know. Yeah, and taking off the jacket. I don't remember if I've ever. I don't think I've ever written that. At, hmm. I love that, though. And I've had people do that. And I'm always like, oh, my gosh, what am I doing when they help me in? <laughs> what is happening right now? And then I feel like, do I look like a klutz as I'm doing this? Because it's so rare. But it used to, it's a lost art. One of the things we were talking about, like the lost it, arts. It, 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 there's so many things that I find a little odd or absurd in this new, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to judge anybody, but it, it I don't know. Men are different now, I find. And but again, I think it's how you were raised. You, you know what I mean? It, mm -hmm. It's definitely how you were raised. It's like that programming thing, and that's part of the program. Is you know how you and all the men in my family were. You know, they were hard. Don't get me wrong. It was kind of brutal. It, Italians are kind of brutal, but in the same respect, they were very respectful of the women. Very respectful of the women, mm. you, you know, and Italian women are known to be strong, very strong, right? Very strong. So that, yeah. yeah. So my grandmother and my great grandmother, respect. I mean, does something literally four four foot nine, four foot eight, really? But man to men, ooh, you didn't you didn't talk back to them. You did. They ran the house, you, you know. The, the men? I thought you said no. your grandmother. Yeah, I said you. The men didn't talk back to them. To them. To to my grandmother or the women. Oh, oh, you know, they oh, did, oh they okay. They didn't mouth okay. off. Got you, it. Got you, it. Got it. You know, they, they my grand the women in the family kind of ran the household. Right. When they were in, it. we would go down. That's interesting. Yeah, we moved. She's four nine, and she's like, yeah, I got this. They lived. It's not about height. It's about yeah, a lot yeah. of things. Confidence. And you, you're a tall guy. How tall are you? Well, 5'10", not that tall. But How do you feel tall to me? Right on. <laughs> how <laughs> you, how you tall do you weigh? How what? tall do you weigh? What? <laughs> what? What? What the what? 
What's happening with that? <laughs> exactly. Um, no, because we talked about this um, the other day just in a personal conversation about how people get intimidated just by how you look. Mm. And people might misunderstand. Um, I wonder, I don't know. I don't know. Like, wh- I guess I'm saying because you're so respectful of people. You're so respectful of women. And a lot of people would be like, ah, that guy is just being like, me, me, me. You know what I mean? Because you're just so built and, yeah, I could and see all that, that stuff. I guess. Yeah. You know. And then you got the hat that kind of looks a little like, it, 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 but it's, it's an American flag. It's not the Confederate one. No, of course. No. I'm just. I'm all American. I was born here. I was raised here. It, I respect the country. I respect the flag. I respect, and I respect everyone else's country flag. Everything. I don't have prejudices. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not homophobic. Any of that stuff. Me too. I, I, I like. Oh, look, me either, brother. You all stay. Everybody stays in their own lane. You do you. I'll do me. If if you're not shoving your opinions down my throat, we're gonna get along great. Yeah, you know, and you're, and that's not to say you can't voice your opinion. Voice your opinion. Let's have a conversation. I love conversations, but if we get to a point where we, you know, agree to disagree, then that's fine too. Yeah. But I'm not gonna leave the conversation and say, oh my God, that's who that kind of person. I'm never gonna talk to them again. No, because you learn from everybody you talk to. Everyone you have a conversation from, you should go into it as what can I learn from this, not what can I, what advice can I give. I don't give advice either. I don't, I don't think that's right. You listen, you communicate, you reason things out with one another, and let the chips fall where they're going to fall. Yeah. And respect one another. Respect one another's opinion. Yeah. It, 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 you know, like, and respect each other to have the opinion. Like it, it's yes. like you don't have to. I don't have to agree with your opinion, but that's your opinion, and I'm not going to try and change your mind. That's just my exactly. Thing. I'm like, you go ahead and have that opinion. I don't. I don't need to change your mind, but don't try and change. My, you can try and change mine if we're doing a debate, but at the end of the day, you can't really. I don't know. I, this is where I get on the ham and haw. I think I've bet things a little too much because I was going to say you can't judge me for what I'm doing, but they can. They can judge me in the ways of like, okay. I'm ascertaining what this person's about, and that's not what I'm about, so I'm going to go and be over here. But if you sit there and shit-talk that person afterward about that, well, that's just you putting somebody down for being who they are. You know, I want to hear what your story is, and it might not be what I am going to be about, and I may or may not be friends with you because of it, but I'm going to respect your opinion, and I'm going to let you go ahead and live your life and be you, and just go. Um, Be happy. Be happy. Please. If that makes you be happy, please. Well, please be you. Oh, please be you and please you know be I mean? happy. Don't, yeah. don't, don't sugarcoat anything for me and don't, don't pet me and don't, you're so pretty. No, be you. Yeah. If I like you, I'm going to like you for who you are. I have a saying, stay in your own lane. It's, you know, stay in your own lane. That's what I do. I get up every day. I meditate. I journal. I do my stuff. I read my, you know, daily readers and stuff. I ground myself before I walk out of the door. So this way, whatever happens in the world is happening in the world. Whatever you want. I, I don't need to get obsessed with what my neighbors are doing, what you're doing, what you're doing. It, it stay in your own lane. Right. You know, and I will respect that. And I'll respect you. And it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. I used to have this kind of moral compass. You know, and, 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 if, and if I felt you weren't being an upstanding guy or, or like what we just talked about, a chivalrous guy and respecting women... It, it would upset me and it, it, to the point where I'd be like, man, I, I should have a conversation with that guy. Like, what's wrong with that guy? But then I thought, what does it matter? 
What is it? Uh, I have spoken up to some people. If it's in my face, but uh, if it's yeah, got yeah. nothing to do with me, if it's right. my neighbor and do what you do what you want to do. Yeah, that's a hard one. I have had it. Um, I remember I did tell a woman, and maybe I shouldn't share this. I might get some hate over this. We'll see. But I heard a woman berating her son. I was in, and he was less than seven. I mean, he was a tiny kid. And she was laying into him about he was stupid. He was good for nothing. This is what was wrong with her life and all of this stuff. He was what, and I, and I, at the time I was living um, where the pediatric clinic was in my front yard and normally everybody was great, but this woman was so vile. It was one of the things where you're like, they don't really talk to people like that. Do they? When you're watching a movie, you're like, that's a little much. No, 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 no. And I sat there and I sat there and I couldn't do it anymore. And I walked out there and I said, Hey, don't talk to him like that. You're an adult. Get yourself together. Mm. You're supposed to be teaching him how to live. And she goes, no, I didn't say that part. I said, hey, don't talk to him like that. That isn't nice. And she said, and it was, it was the kind of perfect bully scenario because she, when confronted, cowered. And she goes, oh, I'm sorry. She's I've been had such a hard day. And I said, I don't care. Go to a therapist. Mm. That is a child. You're going to be impressing him for the rest of your life with that. And he was looking at me like this. Like, really? Really? Somebody stuck up for me or something. Because she was doing it in her car. I think she thought nobody could hear. But it was the kind of stuff where I'm like, this is where his relationships go wrong with women later. This is where his relationships go wrong with trusting people who he's supposed to have as a trusted authority figure later. And I couldn't, I couldn't keep quiet, you know? And I have to say, I got back inside and I, it felt... I was still charged because I was so angry because I knew that with her going, oh, well, that's just so... Because it wasn't a genuine... You can test, tell when somebody's genuine. It wasn't a genuine like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm having a really hard day. I just... It was more like, oh, please don't hurt me. Like that. And I'm like, I'm not doing anything. I'm just telling you. And it totally... It was, you know... It wasn't... Oh, she might have been hurt when she was a child. Because I've heard that people who abuse children often act out... Most likely. They act out. They want to then, in order to heal it, they hurt somebody who was vulnerable like they were. Because she acted like a child when I talked to her. Mm. I just figured that out. Yeah. Hopefully she did go see some therapy. Because that, <coughs> poor, that poor boy, man. I was like, oh my gosh. These are, these are the kind of words that you take to the grave with you. Back, you know, in, in, like my parents' generation, that generation didn't... Again, I don't want to blanket or stereotype, but I'll keep the focus on me. But where I came from, there was no nurturing. It, it was, you were natured. You know, you would talk the fundamentals, how to survive, how to, you know, but you weren't really nurtured. Um, and that berating kind of thing will stay with you for the rest of your life. It's trauma. Yeah. It's definitely trauma. Yeah. And, and it's sad because then, like you just said, then you wonder why... It, 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 you become an adult and you have a, dif- a difficult time being in a healthy, you know, transparent relationship. Right. And that it, w- the divorce rate is over 50%. Way over, I think, isn't it? Way right over now? 50%. Way over. So I, think about that. That's partially, that's a whole nother, we could do, we should do an episode about that because I think yeah. that's a lot to do with people running when it gets hard. You know what I'm but saying? But again, it stems from what we're talking about. If it, you're damaged, you can only maybe go to a certain point in a relationship and then you feel like you're being boxed in and you got to run. We, or you don't. I think we've always been damaged. 
Because I think people were damaged way back when, too. They well, just stuck with it. They stuck well, with it. Uh, well, I don't say that's yes. the right thing to do. Because some people... I've heard some friends go, I wished my parents had divorced. Yeah. Yeah. So some people... I think I think divorce is good. I think you need a way out if you really need a way out. But the reason why I said we should bring that up in another episode... Because I would really like to dive into deep as we can... Um, the kind of things that you can do to heal when love feels lost. Because you got into right. that relationship for a really well, good reason. Well, communication is the number. Safety and communication and are two are t- key. Yeah, and there are lots of different ways where you can reignite the flame. Right, but again, if, if, if you're not taught safety and communication yes, from an early but age... that means you're not going to work in any relationship. Th- right. Right. Everything is going to come from a scared child and you might even go and find relationships to reenact that thing oh that's prevalent that's yeah. what happens right you 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 it's comfort you go where the comfort is you go or you go where the healing might be because you find somebody just like that person you're like why did i just marry just somebody exactly like the person who abused me when i was a kid it's right. because you're still trying to heal it but if you heal it then you don't have to go and fix it with somebody who's going to abuse you again it's, yeah absolutely you know? no no it's it's a, i had a that, uh, that hit you yeah. Yeah. I had a conversation with someone. Uh, I have a com. I I meet with somebody every week. It's not therapy. It's it's just we're friends and we get together and we kind of reason things out like we're doing. You told but, me about this. You guys, but we hold each, just, yeah. yeah but we hold each other accountable. Is my point? It, it's not a, it's not a bitch fest. It's not we're not gossiping. We're not talking about people. We're we're saying this happened to me this week and it kind of bothered me. And this is how I feel. Well, did you think about this? Did you think about that? Like what we're doing here. Right. So she had said to me, interestingly enough, talking about what we come from, the trauma, the programming, and she had said to me, "If do do you think like really think about this?" She said, "Do you think if you were nurtured?" If you came from that loving, you know, ice cream cake birthday, all that beautiful shit, never getting punished, hit, whatever, do you think you'd be the same person you are today? And I said, wow, that's interesting because I don't know if I would, but I don't think I would be. And what she meant by that is she's like, you have such tenacity, drive, will, like you, 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 you're unstoppable. You, you just, you get after, you handle your business. And I think that's another part of chivalry is you should be the man not to be um toxic masculine but to but to handle your business you know what i mean like you do you fix shit around the house you mow the lawn you take you bring the garbage out you do the laundry and that's another thing we can have another thing i don't think there's not just that though you built houses yeah but i don't think i don't (laughs) you don't just tend to yours well you actually like build houses right but i don't my point in saying that is like in a relationship you know people get married and they think oh no well the the inside of the house is yours because you're the woman you need to make the bed do the laundry clean the floors no no, if it needs to be done, you just do it. It's there is no distinction for me as a man. If if the laundry needs to be done, folded, ironed, the garbage needs to be, the floors need to be washed, whatever needs to be done, the bed, you just do it. You just you do just it. Do it. You don't team. say, well, no, that's your job, and I'll take care of mowing the lawn and shoveling the snow. It, it's not so. Then, but, but she was saying, right? You you would you have been that had you not. Had, had I not had, gone through the adversity right. that I went through, do you think you'd be the same man you are today? And when I sat and meditated and journaled about it, I don't think I would have been. I don't think I would have been. I don't think I would have broke out on my own. I don't think I would have had as much drive as I 
as I have. And then the second question she asked me, and she goes, now let me ask you another question. What if you could go back, brainwash yourself, not brain, erase everything, go back into a loving, beautiful, nurturing family, but you'd have to give up everything that you are and have today. Would you do it? And I said, absolutely not. Because for today, I've done so much work, 35 plus years of working on myself, recovery, therapy, all that stuff to become the man I am today. And I like who I am today. I'm happy. I don't, I, I don't think I would. The only, I, I, the only thing I could say is, I, I, and I have said this, I think if I was nurtured a little bit more and I was shown a little bit more support, in like attaboy, you did a great job. Get it? You can yeah. do. You can do anything you want to do. Right. I didn't. I didn't get that. I, I I got beat down. And who do you think you are? You 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 know you're gonna outshine me. You're gonna be better than the family. Whatever. I think if I was nurtured and I was supported more, I think I would be further along in my journey on my path. But that's here or there, because I'm right where I am and I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And I do believe for me today in the work I've done on myself is that you, you can't keep reliving the past. You can't keep talking about the story. Like, let it go. Yeah, but here's the thing is like... And it's hard. So if, if I had the same question posed to me, if I could go back... Because my trauma came from uh, a couple things, but one of them is I was... This is dark, but I was molested as a child. And I didn't have the memory until... Uh, I was 42. It was a repressed memory. That's a real thing. It was a very, very interesting. So I also have had a lot of stuff. I heard you take a deep breath on that one. Thank you. Um, I had a lot of stuff. If I could go back and because meaning I've had a lot of stuff. I've done a lot of stuff. I was, I did a lot. I've got a lot of stuff done. Everybody, I've had so many people, my family and my friends, um, say, you know, everything you ever tried, you were successful at. Yeah, because I had so much drive. Because I had such, I was go, go, go. And I think part of that has to do with sometimes when we have trauma, we go, go, go. And and it, what happened to me is... Um, we become hypervigilant. Yeah, a little too much. Like I, yeah. I, I was um, running from something I didn't even know was there. And I was running from people because I would get too close to somebody and I would run. This is when I was younger. Mm. And I did a lot of work on myself. We both have done a lot of work on ourselves. But if I could go back in time and have that never happen to me, absolutely. Because it now I know how many places it popped up. But at the mm. same time, I like who I am as well. And I'm learning to, again, to love who I am. I did for a while and now, and then I lost it because everything, I, a lot of weird stuff happened. But now I've been spending time, I think it's not even that. It's about, my life was like, which trajectory do I want to go on? Which goes with, that's in the past. So I guess that goes back to what you're saying. That's in the past. But if I could go back in time and have, I guess it doesn't matter because I can't. Right. Well, that's, that's come full circle. That's my point. Yeah. We can't. So yeah. do you, so my. Dang I, it. So again, my point <laughs> is, right, do, do, do you wake up every day and do you wallow in your misery and trauma or do you put the past, like really do the work, put the, put the time in and put the past to rest? It's difficult. I'm not sitting here saying it's oh, easy. No, it's hard, it yeah. is not easy. Anyone. I, it's I, rewarding. I applaud anyone who 
deals with trauma. Uh, anyone who's gone through trauma, whatever your trauma is, I respect that. And it's real. It is real. I've been sponsoring kids for over 25 years. And these kids come from a lot of trauma. And what I hear, this common theme, is their parents say to them, oh, well, wait till you become an adult. The, your problems are nothing. You don't, you, you don't have problems. You don't know what you're talking about. And, and I sit there with these kids. I let them talk. And then I give my experience with that. And I say to them, no, your, your, your problems are real. They're real to you at your age and what you're going through. Your stuff is real. My stuff is real. Everybody out there that has gone through trauma or whatever they're dealing with, it is real to you. So it affects you. So you can't say, get over it. You know, man the fuck up. Like, it. no, you have to deal with it. But you have to have the will, the tenacity, drive to want to be better. You know, you can't, you can't just keep doing the same old thing and expecting a different result. It's, it's <laughs> yeah, they say that's the insanity. It's the definition of insanity, right? I, I heard it. So, yeah. So how, again, how You want bad? something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Yes. Is something yes. I heard some years ago. And I have to say, I felt like I got punched in the best way, like an enlightenment punch. I was like, what? You want something you've never had, you have to do something you've never done. Right. Duh. I mean, you it's so obvious, keep, but it's so, it was so not in my head. You can't go. You can't keep doing the same old thing and expecting a different result. Yeah, like it's it, a different way of saying the same thing. That's thing. like going to the hardware yeah. store for milk. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, what, what yeah. are we doing? Can I, have, can I have a latte for this? Uh, yeah. No, we, have, me, we so, have nuts and bolts and screws. So, I'm so sorry. So in fact, on, I got this hammer. You're going to be on your head with you. So on that, right, talking about what we're talking about, let me ask you this question. And this is another thing that's out there. It's been out there for a long time. But there are people out there that say... We actually choose before we even come down or whatever energy that we choose the family to be born into for the lessons that we're supposed to learn. Yeah, I I've heard that. I I don't. Do I you don't, do you, do you do you think that's true? Uh, yes and no. We I, get to I, choose for ourselves what we believe. I, like, I, do you believe that that is true? I I don't know. I have a, I have a little. I, I have a little bit of a hard time with that because I, I, I can't imagine I would choose to want to go through so much trauma. Yeah, because I've heard, I really I've heard can't. you have contracts <laughs> you know? with people. Like you basically do it. I've heard you have contracts. I've heard of a, a therapist who helped a, a mom and a daughter who were fighting all the time. And when he went in there and did this work with them, he realized that they had come and made a contract that they would do that because it was going to help them get to this next level of what they wanted to do. And when they did that, all of a sudden that trauma went away and they they wow. got along great. Because they're, I don't know, they remembered it. I'm not sure exactly. I don't know what I believe on that. Um, yeah. I, I, I believe in reincarnation. Do I believe we set ourselves up with the parents and choose the parents? Maybe. Well, they, um, what was brought to my attention is that you, you, when you get to this, because it's all... What was explained to me? It's all energy. We're we're energy. And I when, do and, believe we're all and, energy. And when we when we pass and we move to the next energy level or level, we've learned certain lessons. So then you then you're sitting wherever you're sitting up there, and you say, "Oh well, that life wasn't so bad, but can you handle this?" You know, and, and, and then it's like you're sitting around bullshit with your friend. Oh, yeah? Well, what about if you had to do, and you got, and, oh, yeah? Well, I'll show you. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. But you don't, but we don't. That's, we, a, that's a great idea. Like, you're up there. You're, like, at a patio furniture set up. And yeah. you got a little glass barbecue with, you know, but it's all ethereal lights. It's like, oh. 
and you're saying, you know, oh yeah, that was amazing. You know, oh what I did, I was this. And yeah, then, then I had to endure do- this. You oh, couldn't yeah, well, handle I had to that. This. Oh yeah, well what about next time? Okay, I'm gonna come in and I'm gonna be your you- boss. Uh, yeah. You're gonna find me around twenty. I'm gonna hire you right away. You're gonna think I was the best thing, but then I'm gonna just teach you, like you know. <laughs> or you know what? I'm gonna make you a millionaire, and then you're gonna have to see what happens when everybody comes. Whatever, like. It just, and the thing is, we don't like as we see. Oh, I'm here, gonna come in. I'm gonna beat the hell out of you. And it's like, oh yeah, bring it. You know what I mean? You're right. <laughs> Right, right. You're you're powwowing with your buddies, shit talking, busting each other's chops, and but then it becomes like a reality. But the the crazy part is, we sit here, we we, we wouldn't even we wouldn't even know if we had that conversation or not. So again, it's just it's kind of a I don't want to. It's just a thought. It's an interesting idea. It's, a, it's an idea. It, honestly, a, it would free people up a lot if they're like, "Oh, I planned this." Uh, well, that's it. The takes point. a little power back. Well, that's the that's the whole point. Come full circle. Then now you can now you can own your stuff and say, "Oh, wait a minute, I chose this." Now you can own your stuff. Tell them that. Right now you can own your stuff. So yeah, now, if you planned it, right? Yeah, think it's about a nice it. Concept and the truth is, we believe whatever we want to believe, and you believe it. I mean, you believe it. But what if? And what if that still fit with all the different religions? People, are, you know, don't have to change a religion. Maybe you're up there, and, and maybe God's like, well, you'd have to believe in reincarnation, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. But you'd be like, okay, how about this challenge? Here's a here's a challenge, or you know, because some people say karma too that you go back yeah. and you are messed up because you were just an asshole in the past life. You're like, or just you, you know, like somebody like yeah Hitler. You know, they said, let's see what Hitler comes back in the past in the future because I hope it's yeah, that's yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. That's a yeah. Did I just go too much? Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't. That we guy. Get, oh, okay. So you're going with me on the thought. Oof, Thank uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, there's and there's several people out there that are yeah. Just, if they were to come back, and if any, and then if what if what if anybody found I mean, out you were that in the past life, they're like, I'm it, not that now. It, right. I mean, talk about the, the definition of narcissism, right? Maron, guys like that just you know. And anyway, we Let's don't need. Let's hope to, they never come back. Yeah, we don't need. We don't need yes, to go. We had enough of them the first down round. that road. No, but anywho, <laughs> it is what it is. So like, let's go back to romance covers real quick. Oh, so okay. you did over a hundred of them. Oh, several hundred. Now, yeah. some of the people listening to the podcast are listening and not doing video. We are doing video of these, so you can watch these. So we might actually have to bring some of those up next time. Oh, yeah. We'll have to look, at, have, look at them, a few I'll, of them and show them. I will, if you want to. I will dig through. Because I want to see them. Yeah, I'll dig through some of my boxes and pull, pull them out for for your audience. <laughs> How great would that be? Yeah. Well, hopefully they'll become my audience as well. <laughs> I, I think that would be brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's and I think our audience is gonna have some people I don't, who want to see them as well. <laughs> yeah, and no, I, I think that's great. I don't even know, like I said, how how I got hooked up with that. Like I said, somebody and you just would go. How how did it happen? Was it with the same photographer? Yeah, or was yeah, it a yeah. Publishing company. It, it was a it was a it was a a publishing company, but the oh, publishing okay. company hired a an illustrator. So oh, so he drew you? He so, did paintings? Yeah. Stop it. No, so here's what would happen. I would go to the shoot, okay, at a studio okay. down, in, down in New York, down in Manhattan. So I would drive down. You know, my father would get pissed because I, I took the whole day off to go do this. So, but here... As but, you would. I mean, And not? here my, my frugal thinking or my actually not frugal thinking, my success thinking, uh, they were booking me one, one at a pot. And, you know, and I'm like... 
So I got to drive all the way down the city. I got to park. I got to did, 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 did. It's a lot. A friend of mine was a cop, so he gave me a placard. So I was parked in a cop parking lot. Oh, to, for nice. free. They didn't know any better. <laughs> so there's, but there's my brain thinking, how can, because it's a lot to park down in the city. Yeah, it gets expensive. Even back in the day. So anyway, yeah, what I called this agent that was helping me get these gigs and I said you need to book me at least three a pop so when I go down there I'm, th- I'm down there for maybe three four hours but I'm getting paid for three so it made it was a, you know made, yeah. I mean but I would go down and work you know a couple hours four or five hours and and the pay I was getting was more than I was making in a week with my father wow yeah my as father, it should be because they're going to be selling those books for well, a long time yeah and my father would get upset at that too you know but that's a whole nother story about like what he was paying oh, me. Oh, oh, wait. he paid me crap. Oh, I know, see what you're saying. To, to keep me down and keep me. Now you should get paid for your work. Kind, kind of to him. Oh, so he hated that you were making more money doing that. Yeah, you told him. Yeah, told him. and he yeah. got upset that I had to take off of work. You know what? What is this crap you're doing? Like everything was. That's what I mean again about the nurturing and supporting. And there the was nurturing. no nurturing. So I just I felt like I was on my own. You know, and I had a set. I couldn't afford. You know, a nice car. So I had a 76 Oldsmobile Omega that literally when I had to start it, I'd have to get out, open the trunk, pull the pull the carburetor, cover out the filters, stick a, uh, I had to keep a bottle of gasoline with me in my trunk and stick a screwdriver in, dump gasoline into the carburetor, get in, start it, put it all back together and then what? I could go. Yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> it, I was, but I was, I was surviving. You had to do that every time you started Every time I started the car. Every time I started the car, it's just like, but again, so I started doing these covers and it, it, little by little, it started taking off. And so the illustrator, what he would do is he would take photos of the two models Mm -hmm. and then he would do his painting and illustrating for, oh my God. And his work is, when I show you these covers, beautiful. I bet. Beautiful. I met so many really like nice women like it, it wasn't that were posing with you yeah because it wasn't Do you do this kind of stuff oh yeah oh absolutely <laughs> it was so romantic and after the first one he was like wow he said you 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 just got this down you know oh, and, uh, but, i can't wait to see them now i want to see them but now. even at that i was such a gentleman with these girls like i said That's is that true. is that okay is it uh, because he was like, no, 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 you need to, you need to grab, you need to be passionate. I need to see your fingers going in there. And I'm like, ooh, you know. <laughs> so I'm like whispering to her, is that too much? And like, is that? but you know, but it it worked. It was beautiful, and that was my start to just kind of branching out from my dad, you know, and doing yeah. something different. And it felt great. I got to be honest with you, it I felt bet. great to do something different. It was my own thing. But I, the backlash I had to take at work, oof, uh, it was not good. And and I <laughs> what, was scared. Because of the job? Yeah. And oh, I was, what do you mean from him? From him. Oh. And this, and I was scared every time I had to tell him when they called me and you got, you know, you got two, three covers, you got to do four covers. Oh, that was hard, you know, because yeah. it was always a screaming match and who the fuck do you think you are and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, whatever. And then finally I broke away and moved to California. I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, I'm going to go where the love is. Not that I knew anyone out here, but, you know, yeah. I figured I'll go love myself, you know, and that's what I did. And I, that's when I started this whole recovery process and, you know, working on, I mean, they say 
in certain modalities of recovery that, you know, you, you don't change anything within the first year of you kind of working on yourself and, and self-realization. Yeah, so like, that, yeah. don't move, don't change your financial situation. If you're in a relationship, don't leave it. If you're not in a relationship, don't get into one. Right. No big changes. No, no massive, big changes. stressful changes. Because and you haven't really decided who you are. Correct. You don't even know who you are. You don't even know. So because, again, you of really the program. want to make that choice, like a permanent life moving choice, literally It's moving. a big deal, yeah. Mm-hmm. Or getting so, into a relationship and you might be changing dramatically or they might stop you from doing the healing or they might help it. Within the first know. year of me working on myself, I the light bulb went off. I had a realization. I'm like, wow, you mean I... I get to have my own choices. I, I get to decide what I do and don't want to do, what I do and don't want to eat, how late I want, whatever. And within the first year, I know they say all that stuff, but within the first year, I got divorced. I moved to California, sold my house, and started a whole new business out here on my own. And here we are years later. And I'm, you had an epiphany. You're like, this. Yeah. none of this is working for me. I'm doing some work on myself. That's the thing is when I've done, when I started doing the work on myself and recently too, you get real clear on what doesn't feel good. So it's like, why am I doing that then? Well, there's... Um, <laughs> I want to say something on the... Oh, go ahead. You, you, no, just real quick. You know, I don't know if the, the audience knows or you know that. Like, um, there's a woman, Esther Hicks. I know she, Esther Hicks. Yeah. And she says, you might not find out what you do want when you start self-realization and recovery, but you are sure in hell is going to find out what you don't want. What you don't want. And what you won't tolerate anymore. Yes. And then it's you having and enough. Which is kind of enough. Oh, God, yeah. Because that's all it takes for you to flip the script in your head and say, wait a minute, you mean there's another way to do things or yeah. another way to look at things? And again, for me... I I have to keep the focus on myself. It's not about keeping up with the Joneses, looking at, you know, will you have this? When I moved here, I was extremely jealous of everybody because I thought, my right, own. We're going into a whole other topic yeah. there. Let's go into that for a whole other episode. Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about jealousy in a big way. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. But, you did, but you did all those big changes because you felt, okay, I know what I don't want. Right. I know what I don't yeah. want. And then you get after it. Again, that tenacity. Get after it, man. Like, get after it. Th- that's a Navy well, SEAL. That's moving across the country. Yeah. I've that... done that. Oh, I've yeah. I've totally done that. And you that's another thing I'd like to talk about another time. Because I did it, but and I'm glad I did it. Um, but also, I did a little too much. I did the excessive stuff. I went bouncing around from city to city to city over a number of years and, and had no, my roots were gone. My See, that I can't do. I mean, although I uprooted. I don't want to do it again. I'm never doing it again. Yeah. Although I uprooted, left New York, 3,000 miles away, divorce, all that stuff. But when I got here, I, I needed to settle in and get a foundation and roots yeah. because I'm just that person. Like, I, I, I'm very compartmentalized. I got to know I got safety, a roof over my head, same roof every night groceries like everything needs to be left in the same place but again that is a direct result of the hypervigilance from the trauma that we grow up with you you got to protect your stuff don't don't nobody touch my stuff (laughs) when i came out here you're gonna this is gonna be you're gonna find well you might not find it funny but i was at a friend's house up in the hills and we were having dinner and I didn't even notice I was doing this. But one of the guys that was at the dinner table said to, said to me, he said, dude, what's wrong with you? And I said, what do you mean what's wrong with me? We're eating dinner. He says, were you in prison or something? And I'm like, why would you say that? He's yeah, like, why would he say that? He's like, you're like protecting your food. Like you got your 
I was like, oh my God. Like, but these are innate things that you don't even realize you're doing. I had no idea, yeah. You don't, you don't know what you don't know. And, yeah. and that's the beauty of having somebody, you, you know, that you can talk and reason things out and reflect things well and bounce things off. And that's what I mean when you... when you, It's also good that somebody shows you that. When you love somebody, you're going to hold them accountable. So people think, well, you're riding me or you're taking my inventory. No, no. If somebody really loves you, they're going to point out, hey, I've noticed you're doing this and it... It, I don't know if it serves you. You might want to take a look at it. Well, and the friend did that to you when he said that. Yeah. Dude, what's up? Why are you doing that? I had a friend. Um, <laughs> I had a friend say to me, and he didn't. So I have a little ADD. I bounce around a little bit or whatever. And um, one of the nights, he was my he was my roommate for a while, totally platonic. And he he uh, I go oh you know what I'm gonna have for dinner tonight, and he goes burnt toast. And I hadn't realized until that moment how many times I'd burnt toast that he was watching. <laughs> I love it. And I started laughing. because I like burnt toast, by the way, though. But no, I wasn't doing it on purpose. <laughs> what happens is I start the toast. It's not, burnt, it's not enough. Yeah. And then I go and I start it again. And then I go, what, oh, what was that thing I was doing? And then I'm in the other room working on the computer What's doing that whatever. What's <laughs> And then I'll come back and I'll be like, oh. And he, and, he, and he just was quietly watching for months, wow. me doing this. And so when he, when, he, when he goes, burnt toast, I was like, because <laughs> oh! I had no idea that somebody even noticed. And I hadn't noticed I was doing it. It was more like, right. oh, the, the toast is burnt. Put it in the trash. Get the thing. I mean, I'm talking burnt. We're talking little charcoal pieces. Because yeah. I was like, oh, no. I did it again. Because I had no freaking clue. Because I, I, I need to. You've noticed this. Because I'm like, I get focused on something. It's like, that I'm doing that thing. Yeah, and yeah. then you're like, how do you get me off that track? So... Yeah. But I like it when people reflect things back to us. I think it's good. And especially because he did it from a loving place. He, was, he had a, a smirk, as he said it. Yeah. Burnt toast. Uh- <laughs> yeah. You need to hold one another accountable in a loving way. You know, that, yes. that's holding space for one another. But if, no, but if, you know you do this, right? But if you but didn't like, care. You know, that's why, why are you doing that? You know what I mean? If, if somebody wasn't really in your circle and didn't care about you, they're, they're not going to say hey you know i notice you're doing this and then yeah. you keep doing it and you don't even know you're doing it i'm so aware that i, I my nails are such crap i'm such a like look at this <laughs> they're not painted and i they're on the camera forgive my nails i am an imperfect human and then some because here's the thing is i want to paint them we're going to go into something that's totally stupid right now but here we go <laughs> i want to paint them but then i wash my hands so much especially after yeah. covid and i have a dog i've heard that and i've been dog women yeah, not, what does that mean? No, that exactly what you're saying. Oh, yeah. Because then they go like this. Yeah. And it's just like, come on. I had growing up my, toes my entire do that. life. My toes stay nice. Because I, I, I don't wash my toes all the time. I mean, I wash them. I, I used to bite <laughs> my cuticles and my fingernails like there was no tomorrow. I but used to as well. It, but my mother does it. And like to the point where like every one of her fingers was bleeding. Oh. And it was so, but I picked it up. It was a nervous habit. It was, you know, and I picked it up from her. It was, it's anxiety. It's, it's, you're scared all the time. You're like, you don't, you know, so you, and then I, then my teeth started to hurt because I was biting my nails so much. I'm like, this can't be good for my teeth either. No, no. So. You were really biting them then. Oh, fuck. Your teeth were hurting when you were biting your yeah, nails. Yeah, it was really bad. Biting your nails. So I got to the point where I, I said, you know what? I, I need to practice a little bit more self-care because that's not 
when you're biting your fingernails and picking them till they bleed, and I still do it the other night when I went to the emergency room with the cat thing, I, I got nervous and I didn't realize, and I'm, I'm going like this, and I didn't, even, and all of a sudden I'm bleeding. I'm like, oh man, really? But now every night before I go to bed, I got this product. It, uh, it's for men's hands, and it's it's called Bloody Knuckles. It's a paste, and oh yeah, but I put it on my <laughs> cuticles. And I rub it in, and my hands are much better. Look at that. Yeah. My, I don't know. Bloody but, Knuckles? Yeah. Okay, this is not sponsorship for Bloody Knuckles, but we want to. So, Bloody Knuckles, please reach out to oh, us. Oh, God, yeah. I'm yeah. Like, oh, God, yeah. Maybe we it's, should contact Bloody Knuckles. What it's the? Duke Cannon's Bloody Knuckles. Oh, one of the man. best products on the market. Oh, wow. I use all of his products. Shampoo, body wash. It's great. It's a man's man thing, but it's awesome. And it's everything smells good, and you can get everything unscented, too, because dudes don't like you to totally smell. You totally sound like a commercial. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> but I that's love good. it. good. We'll support it. Oh, no, I love we it. We like products we like. Yeah. You know, um, there was, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, on nails, nail biting. I bit my nails all my whole childhood to the point where we put that uh, that horrible we tried with oh, my mom and I that yeah, horrible tasting stuff that you yeah. put on there to stop you biting your nails. And I was like, oh yeah, that tastes terrible. I just but, keep doing it. Yeah. And then I went backpacking in youth hostel trip on my own in '96 when I turned uh, 26, and. There was no euro then, so I had to change currencies. I didn't go to any English-speaking countries, and I went by myself. And when I got to Italy, so this brings it back to you learning Italian, when I got to Italy, I looked down, and I had white at the end of my nails for the very first time in my life, in my, oh, wow. since I could remember. And I thought, what's happening? And I, I just recently, I bit them this last year, but up until from then, 96 to now, 2023, I, I didn't bite them anymore. Well, this last me- year has been a little rough on me. That's why I started biting them again. But... I realized, you know what it was? I was traveling. I didn't have, like I said, I I never made a reservation at the hostel before I got there. I would just show up with my stuff. I changed currency when I got to the new country. I was like, okay, here we go. I trusted that the currency exchange was handling it. I didn't have my credit card. with. I think I had one credit card, but I was dealing with cash. It was traveler's checks at the time, which they don't even do anymore, I don't think. Yeah, but but I had at the end, I had a bunch of different coins from different countries, which I miss, by the way. But it was like... um. I realized I trusted that everything was okay. I handled everything. Well, when you feel safe, you're not going to bite your nails. But and I, for women... But, 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 but I was traveling by myself as a woman, and I could have been unsafe. So don't mm. get me wrong. I did do careful stuff. But you stuff. felt I, safe. I, yeah. I felt that I could handle whatever came at me. Right. That's the kind of safe I felt. Because what I had was I actually had a backpack... A big backpack, and I would loop it under the chairs I, I was sitting on. I had a money belt that I would sleep with. So I, I did the smart stuff when you're traveling, especially by yourself, especially in a youth hostel situation where there are lots of people. You oh, yeah. you might just meet them for an hour, and then they're gone. And people did rifle through my stuff in Dinan, France, um, some stuff, but nothing. nobody took anything. I felt like it was more curiosity because I was a California girl. Um, and they were like, California? <laughs> All my shit was everywhere, but there was some valuable stuff there, and they didn't take it. Mm. Um and one guy in, in Italy, right when I got, I'm sorry, Rome, I went to, um, I went to Florence and then Venice, I'm sorry, I went to Verona, Florence, I did not go to Venice, and then I went to Rome. And right when I got to Rome, I got off the train and I found myself in a place that was kind of isolated, trying to find the hostel. And a guy started talking to me in Italian. And he was by himself. And I just kept walking because I just ignore him. And then he yelled behind me in English, make love to me. Oh. 
<laughs> and I was like, <laughs> and I looked down and a snake slithered across the sidewalk in oh. front of me. A snake about that thin. And I'm like, I'm here in biblical times with Vatican. I ended up going to the Vatican Museum and all that stuff. And I've got this guy talking to me like that and this snake slithers that's in front of me. I'm going to get myself to a freaking hostel right now. He was, he was harmless, <laughs> but I just kept going. So there were moments where I was like, I'm a, this is a little dicey. However, I was able to take care of myself. You know what I mean? I think maybe... Mm. I know that's why I stopped biting my nails. I'm like, I can handle whatever comes at me. I'm fine. So why and, am I, I don't need to have this anymore. I don't, I'm done. And not for nothing, but it's even worse for women because, you know, you're chewing your nails and then you're eating nail polish. So that can't be healthy. <laughs> or you just don't normally put it on like I normally don't. <laughs> this, is why, this is why I don't. So I look down and I'm like, dude, dude. Yeah, I hear you loud. All right. Well, this has been very fun. Thank you for following us yes. this episode. Follow us on the social medias and stuff and share it with your friends. Buona notte. Hey now. What the what? What? Follow us in all the places. 